0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week we're chatting about movies with our special guest, Reese Myers. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you
1: can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click Buy Me a Coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships, and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support.
0: Hello! Hi, Steffi.
1: Megan, I had a very frustrating experience today. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get my flu shot. And I looked it up, and the Walgreens right by our house had plenty of appointment slots. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go get it while I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Made an appointment, submitted all my stuff, got to the Walgreens, was like, hi, I have an appointment for a flu shot at 2.30. And they were like, Oh, yeah, we're not doing any of those for, like, another couple hours or so. Like, come back later. I was like, but I have an appointment in 10 minutes. And they were like, well, I mean, you can make an appointment, but we just do walk-ins. So. And I just stared at her, and I was like, I have an She's like, well, we're really backed up, and, like, our pharmacist, like, hasn't had lunch, and we're just really backed up, and, yeah, you can make an appointment, but, like, we just do walk-ups. And I just stared at her, and then I turned around and I walked out.
0: I I don't see how walk-ups would be better for being backed up.
1: Then just, right. Like, (laughs) just take the people that have appointment times. It's very confusing. I don't understand it.
0: Also, I, I don't know. It's just weird.
1: I actually have a – I, like, shared it on my Instagram stories, and I actually have a friend from college who messaged me, and apparently she works – she works for Walgreens on their vaccine scheduling platform, and she was like, I'm going to share your story at work because this is unacceptable. And I was like, oh, here's the exact Walgreens it was. You can tell them which one it was. And she was like, oh, I will.
0: I I mean, thank you. If it's the one over by the Kroger, that's a pretty – Crummy Walgreens. It's
1: the, it's terrible, but also... It's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's the one closest to the house. Like, what? A, like all of my prescriptions have been there for years. Like, at this point, I actually don't really know how to change all of my prescriptions to another Walgreens, like... Or, like, another pharmacy, like, that's not a Walgreens. So, that's the only reason I just have it, because the task sounds too hard, and my brain shuts down. <laughs> and so... But I had multiple people in my dms that are like oh my god i never leave walgreens and like not people who live in town people who live across the country message me messaging me and going i never leave a walgreens not pissed off because they're so horrible all of the time every time i have to have a prescription filled they're terrible
0: like why are they so
1: bad
0: i feel like the one by our old house was not bad but they're not great, and it's not. I mean, I understand press, especially probably working in a pharmacy, that is probably a really stressful job,
1: especially now. Um, and I know all pharmacies yeah. are really backed up. Like everybody's having issues. Like I've seen the TikToks about it. I know, but I just for this one in particular, it's just so irritating. <laughs> but like there's not really a CVS that's particularly convenient I don't know I'm just anyway that was my frustrating experience but I have to like make a pediatrician appointment for Eden to get hers so I might just say can you just do mine at the same time <laughs> and just take her then because I'm like no Mm-mm.
0: yeah I think we're we're just going to try and pile everybody in the car and just troop all over to the doctor's office <laughs> just, <laughs> just, run probably, just run us through literally through.
1: Although, uh, another friend did message and say that HIV is actually great for vaccines. So, that is, Hmm. I guess, an option. But, anyway, I just had to discuss that frustrating, like, it just made no sense. Like, if you're backed up, take people at their appointment times or make them wait if they don't have an appointment time. Like, duh. (laughs) I don't know. Logic just did not prevail there. How are you?
0: Um, I'm good. The other day, apparently I was very aggressive in undressing myself to put my pajamas on. And I scratched my leg to the point of bleeding.
1: Girl! <laughs> I have questions.
0: <laughs> my nails aren't even that long. You're like, I just have to get out of these pants! I, I don't know what happens. I just all just shaking them and all of a sudden you're just like like How? so much pain um I, I was impressed with myself I suppose <laughs> but
1: you're like is there an award I can win
0: for not being the brightest <laughs> uh... for just injuring myself it's fine it's funny because I was thinking today I'm wearing jeans that like you know have the knees cut out or whatever uh-huh and so I can, I've been seeing it all day.
1: Just staring at you.
0: There's there's my wound that I gave myself.
1: <laughs> Aw, bless your heart.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I was always like, maybe someday I could be a dancer. But obviously, I have no grace. <laughs> at all. Although maybe if I had become a dancer, I would.
1: Right, like maybe if you'd gotten in dance classes young enough.
0: Yes, I would not do weird things like this. Or, like, be one of those people who turns a corner and runs into it.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I do that a lot. Although, although I saw a TikTok that was saying that a lot of times, like, because I just always have random bruises that I don't know where they came from. Mm -hmm. And I saw on TikTok that that is actually extremely common in people who have ADHD, and there's, like, a reason for it that I can't remember right now because I have ADHD. Um, But, yeah, it's, like, a thing. And I was like, oh, there's a reason why I'm just constantly covered in random bruises, and Alex will be like, babe, that's a really bad bruise. Where did you get it? And I'm like, I straight up don't remember. Interesting. So. Yeah,
0: I don't, I, um... I do that. I used to get bruises a lot more often, actually. So maybe I'm getting better at that.
1: <laughs> maybe you're finally learning some spatial awareness.
0: <laughs> Perhaps hmm. the bruises were never like in the places where I know that I hit myself on the corner of a wall or something, though. So,
1: oh no, no, mine, were, mine are usually all over my legs. So I'm like, what? I don't, I don't know where that came from. I don't think it came from my ten-pound cat jumping on me in the middle of the night.
0: It could be, actually.
1: My, I mean, maybe. My sleep deprivation definitely comes from my 10-pound cat screaming at me at 5 a.m. for no reason. Bless. Bless, bless, bless. So you guys, our listeners, really enjoyed our episode that we did with Megan's son, Reese. So we've brought him back.
0: Yes, he's been begging to come back. Uh... And the other day I discovered that he has this, um, I'm not going to necessarily say talent. Uh, What's an
1: (laughs) anti-talent?
0: He has a very interesting way of describing movies. So we thought we would have him come on and, uh, tell us about some movies that he has watched.
1: And we are going, we're going to fact check him while he talks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just in case,
1: just in case, like we're going to pull up like the Wikipedia page of the movies we're talking about, just so that we can be like, I, I haven't decided if I'm going to throw in like a eh! noise when he gets something wrong, but uh, we're going to we're going to see if you guys all enjoy how Reese
0: describes things. So welcome, Reese.
2: Uh, hello. Thank you for having <laughs> me again.
1: Welcome back. Um actually I was th- trying to think of when the last time you were on and I'm pretty sure it was pre-pandemic.
0: Um I don't think it, I don't know if it was pre-pandemic, but it was before we moved. It was, it was at our old house. So it was more than a year ago.
1: A, yeah, it was definitely it was a while ago. I'm looking I'm looking it up to see cuz now I'm just I uh, know I'm just
0: unsatiable curiosity. Is I do. Kill you. Well,
1: yeah, it is. Uh, wait, hold on. So, okay, so it was like, it was like mid March of twenty twenty. So it was like, kind of pre pandemic. It was like right when we all thought it was going to be like a three week thing.
0: uh yeah.
1: Oh, those days. So <laughs> all that to say, it's been a while since we. Just, it well. It's not been a while since we talked to Reese, but it's been a while since you all have heard from Reese.
0: Yes, you might have noticed his voice has changed somewhat.
1: He's getting so big. Reese, you're gonna be fourteen in a couple of weeks.
2: I know. I, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> Are you just gonna feel so much older when you're fourteen?
2: No. Fourteen uh, is kind look, of a weird birthday exactly year. Like nothing the happens. Same. Yeah. Um, on my birthday, I never feel like I get older.
1: Well, that's because it doesn't happen overnight.
2: Until, <laughs> until that one day where I got taller than my freezer, that's <laughs> when I noticed.
1: <laughs> you just blinked and you're like, wow, I'm taller than this thing. It's fine. When you turn 16, it's a big one because then you can get your driver's license. But thank goodness we have a couple years until that happens.
0: Okay.
2: No
1: So, Reese, are you excited to describe some movies for
2: us? Um, yeah. (laughs) Sure.
0: So the first one, admittedly, you have not seen. However, you were describing it to me the other day, and I decided I had to include it into this mix here. And I would like for you to tell us what you know about the movie Die Hard.
2: Well, I know that it is one of America's... Uh, best Christmas movies that (laughs) there's, and there's a lot of action. I'm pretty sure there's a bald guy that like lives in vents, or something. Uh, there's guns for sure. Uh, I think. I think there's there's they're in a building, and there's a lot of people. That's all I can. That's all I really know
1: you know Reese I'm gonna be I'm gonna level with you that's about all I know about Die Hard as well (laughs) (laughs) well other than um other than uh Alan Rickman is also in the in the movie Snape Snape Severus Snape (laughs) he is also he's the bad guy he's He's the the bad bad guy guy that is about all I know about Die Hard
0: I would not say it is the most beloved Christmas movie, but that is fri- a a very much other discussion for another day. He doesn't live in event though, Reese, like
2: well, he
0: He's in the event to get, events, get to the bad so. guy cuz well, the elevators um, don't work.
2: <laughs> I've just seen him a lot in event.
1: <laughs> I I'm going to give this one to Reese and say that he seems to spend a lot of time in vents and so it seems likely that he has taken some, like, naps up there, at least. Just saying. I'm going to give this
0: there's one. There's no place. time for naps. I mean. He is trying to save people who are taken hostage. <laughs> I don't know why I'm defending this movie. I don't, <laughs> I don't even I like it. you are, either. Also, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's, like, four, five. There's five.
1: Yeah, there's five of them. Um Reese, do you know who the bald guy is?
2: Uh uh Bruce Bruce, um this does it start with the W, his last name? Yes. Bruce Willie
0: <laughs> That's very close actually. You're really close, Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh.
2: Um
1: I is is he also in twenty four, Megan?
0: Uh no, that's Kiefer Sutherland.
1: Oh, uh, whatever. They have got similar faces. I don't know. What? I don't know. I do not. I'm really bad at I'm really <laughs> bad at actors. I'm really bad at like action <laughs> actors. <laughs> cuz when you you were when you were like saying that Reese described this movie like cuz it's like one of Bob's favorites and he was describing it as like yeah. a bald guy lives in a bunch of vents and I was like trying to make it be 24 and I'm like that's a TV show but I feel like there might be some events involved there I don't fucking know
0: also Kiefer Sutherland has like a lot of hair uh, yeah I know
1: I don't know why I got the
0: mixed
1: <laughs> up seems like a whole thing whatever it's fine All right. Uh,
0: so the next movie um, I, I, I don't even know where to go with this you Just you started talking about it the other day And I was kind of letting you keep going and I figured out what the movie was as you were talking and I want to see if Steffi can figure this out. You pitched it to me as either the How I Met Your Mother slash How I Met Your Father whatever movie. I'm hoping I've seen it. I feel like you've probably seen it.
2: Um, yeah, uh... So, the movie starts off around this this girl that works at a train station, and she doesn't really like her job, or she's just really bored. But the highlight of her day is every single day, the most hunkiest, chunkiest, hottest man in the world, uh, <laughs> always picks up a ticket, and then goes to the train. And she's always swooning over him. But then one day, I can't really remember, either he fell on the tracks, he broke a leg, or something happened that went wrong. And then the girl had to save him. And they ended up in the hospital somehow. And the family was there. And the family thought that the girl who saved him was his fiance. But she wasn't. But she really wanted to be his fiance, so she played off as she actually was. But she wasn't. And then she. This got, is
1: while you were sleeping, isn't it?
2: Uh,
0: it is. It is while you were. I've sleeping. actually
1: never even seen it, but I was like, wait a second. I think this sounds like the plot of While You Were Sleeping. Good job, Reese.
2: Yeah, and then and then he gets. She gets closer to. His brother, or whatever. Yeah. And then. Well, it, don't give it
0: away if Steffi's never seen it. I mean, I guess you could probably predict what happens. It was <laughs> made in
1: 1995. If I haven't seen it by now, it's okay if it gets spoiled. And then That's they, like. They, it was they, made before Reese was.
2: The, the brother of the person that she liked in the beginning uh, uh, started Ends to up like being her the boo. girl. I have yeah. no idea.
0: I really appreciate that you describe Peter Gallagher as the hunkiest, chunkiest.
2: Ooh, ooh, plot twist. Plot, plot twist. Can I say the plot twist at the end? Sure. Sure. Apparently, the hunky chunky man um, <laughs> was actually his fiance was uh, someone who was already married. I guess it's not really like a plot twist, but. Uh, was a little surprising to the family members
0: <laughs> wait what i forgot that part
2: yeah she was she, she was already married and that, like she had and then, been
0: married or she was this currently is this married. is a fact
1: i am on wikipedia this is a very big decision. it she, says she at this married. point peter's real fiance ashley bartlett bacon who happens to be married herself see what Arrives and also demands the wedding be stopped. It's, it seems like a very strange, it seems like a very strange plot point because I'm not really sure. It. I mean, I, I clearly have not seen this movie and I'm just reading the Wikipedia synopsis, but it's just like this like, one-liner. <laughs> like, she happens to be married herself. No other details as to <laughs> why this is important or why
0: they threw that in. I mean, I have not seen it in probably 20 years, so I could not tell you.
2: There's also another scene in the movie uh, where there's a a cat at at the hunky-chunky man's apartment, and there's a lot of cat food in the fridge, and the girl thinks that he owns a cat, but his brother says he doesn't, and it's actually the fiancé's cat, turns out. I remember that as well.
0: Mm,
1: the fiance who is married herself. Yeah. I Did you like this movie, Reese?
2: Uh, well, I mean, sort of.
1: I mean, you remembered a lot of plot points about this movie. So, whether you liked it or not, it's <laughs>
0: clearly it stuck with you. Did you watch it recently? I don't remember when you watched it.
2: I watched it uh, before we moved.
0: Oh, so that was a while ago.
2: I'm just well. really good at explaining things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, being... well,
1: your next <laughs> challenge—we'll see. You're only two movies in.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have to—you uh, need to uh, give a little synopsis of The Matrix. We, there's a new one coming out. We all—we all need a refresher, probably. So, you just recently saw the first one. I don't think you saw the other ones yet. Um, so, The Matrix, go.
2: Uh, I'm actually kind of scared about this one, because I don't really remember a lot of what the movie was.
0: I'll be honest, I think
1: that's sort of one of the key things about The Matrix. is you get to the <laughs> end, and, and then you're like, I don't remember much about that movie. What?
2: <laughs> um, but uh, here we go. So uh, there's, there's this guy called Neo, whose name isn't really Neo, I think. Or maybe his, his name really is Neo but doesn't... It's illegal or whatever, but he sells <laughs> computer drugs, and... <laughs> uh... He doesn't want people to find him, and his whole life, he's been searching for this guy called Morpheus, which is, like, supposed to be a super god, or whatever, and someone contacts him saying that he can find Morpheus, and... He He's like, oh, shoot, that's amazing. I want to meet him, I think. Or, he, or he's, it's, it's the exact opposite, and he's like, I don't trust you. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> One uh, or the other. It's fine.
2: <laughs> but, uh... Well, I'm getting a little blank here. Uh, well, uh, somehow, they meet Morpheus. I remember they get kidnapped. He gets, he gets kidnapped by a bunch of women. And uh, then he gets brung to Morpheus, and he's like, "Blue or red pill?" And he takes uh, the w- the good pill. I can't remember. <laughs> it's the r- the red one. The red one. He takes the red pill, and he gets transported to the real world, which has actually been taken over by aliens because. Humans were too selfish and made them too smart, and now they're they have farms of humans like corn, and we're like we're we're the corn kernels on the corn cob. And so they the robots plant us, and then they we grow and then we get used for power because they're. They don't eat us. Something, something power, they get, they turn us into energy somehow. And, of course, that's bad. We don't want that to happen. But, before we can stop that, Morpheus needs to train Neo. And so they go and do some kung fu fighting uh, training packs. And, and then, not really and then, but later on, Morpheus gets captured somehow, um, because there was an ambush by the agents, which are also super gods, but even more super gods than Morpheus. But he gets- Morpheus gets kidnapped, and everyone was really, really scared, because you can't kill an agent, because they're invincible, basically, and- Neo was supposed to be the one, but he didn't believe it. But he tried anyways, and he got Morpheus, and everybody believed that he was the one. And then I think the movie ended, but I can't remember. (laughs) See, that movie I was really unsure about. (laughs) That's what I I it was, too. I watched it so recently as well. It's kind of embarrassing.
0: I feel like when it came out... We all saw it, and then we were like, what just happened?
1: (laughs) It's one of Alex's favorite movies.
0: It's definitely one of those movies you have to watch more than once, I think, to really... 100%.
1: But, like, it's also one of those movies, like, there's a handful of movies, no matter how many times I watch them, I cannot remember how they end. Like, I can watch it a hundred times, and I'm still like, I can't ever remember how this movie ends. Like, does something eat my brain? Very unclear. This is one of those movies. And I've actually seen all three
0: of them. It's kind of open ended because they, like, you know, have already planned the sequel when they made it. So it's like an open ended ending where they kind of resolve things, but not really. Yes. Uh, I would like to know what computer drugs are, (laughs) (laughs) though.
2: It seemed like. He was dealing drugs but they were just looked like motherboards. Okay. Or something. Because so, he had like, like computer he chips. Had, he had like a bunch of bunch of wads of cash and he put it in a backpack and somebody rang on the door that looked like they would totally do drugs, but they do computer drugs, so it's okay. <laughs> computer
1: <laughs> drugs so it's okay. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia and, describes him as computer programmer Thomas Anderson, known by his hacking alias Neo.
0: Okay. So he's probably selling like hard drive secrets or whatever. Something. Apparently, uh, he do. is
1: he is quote puzzled by repeated online encounters with the phrase "the Matrix."
2: Basically, Ooh. computer drugs.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, would you like to hear the list of people who uh, did not get cast as Neo? I would love to hear <laughs> yes. that. Uh, because I can't imagine it being anybody but Keanu Reeves now. Uh, so it was offered to Will Smith what? And he, he turned it down to make Wild Wild West
1: oh sad for Will Smith
0: uh, it says according to Wikipedia it says he turned it down because of skepticism over the film's ambitious bullet time special effects he later stated he was not mature enough as an actor at that time and he would have messed it up <laughs> <laughs> okay Uh, this one would have been hilarious, um, given his later trajectory. Nicolas Cage (laughs) turned it down because of family obligations.
2: No.
0: Uh, The studio, uh, tried to get Brad Pitt and tried to get Val Kilmer. Uh, they both said no. And then, it originally went to Leonardo DiCaprio. What? But then he changed his mind and he said he didn't want to do a visual effects movie right after Titanic.
1: So, okay, I so <laughs> in defense of all of these people. Uh-huh. Minus maybe Nicolas Cage. In defense of all of these people, I will say that like I can only imagine like Hearing the synopsis of this movie, even one not done by Reese Myers himself, and like reading the screenplay for it, would probably like make you raise an eyebrow and be like, This is a little weird. Like, I feel like you're definitely kind of going out on a limb with this one.
0: Yeah, but it's also the kind, I mean, obviously, it turned out to be. Huge,
1: I mean, yes, so like, but I think
0: it's kind of like the same movie where, like, when Ridley Scott was like, I'm gonna make Blade Runner, and everybody involved in Blade Runner had to be like, Yeah, this sounds like a great idea. I think it's that kind of thing where, um, it's just like so different from everything else. And I'm realizing as I'm saying this, you probably have not seen Blade Runner. <laughs> no, I have not. Um, but people who have seen Blade Runner would understand what I mean. Uh, so, and I think, I'm trying to think back to, like, when this was actually made. What year was it? Uh,
1: 99. 99. Okay. Because that's also yeah. the year that Wild Wild West was made, because I just looked that up. It did, <laughs> spoiler alert, it did not do as well as The Matrix.
0: <laughs> no, it did not. But he, uh, he wrote a song for it, so... Will <laughs> um, But, like, so 99, like, obviously this was, like, there were blockbusters, but it, this was before all the, like, all of, you know, obviously all yes. of the Marvel movies and all the, like, super, super special effects movies and all of those yes. things. So it was definitely... Like, Almost like a turning point in cinema. Yeah, because they did they did way. stuff
1: that no one had ever done before, and yeah. I mean to to like Leo's in Leo's defense, like Titanic did a lot of things that no one had done before. He was probably just tired. He probably just needed a nap. <laughs> Coming off of Titanic and then doing the Matrix would have been very exhausting. So he probably was just needed a nap.
0: It would have been very interesting because. Um, he's so much younger.
1: Yes. He would have been a baby face.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just rewatched Romeo and Juliet and that was, came out like basically around the same time as T- Titanic, maybe like a year before I want to say. And he is like still so baby face. Oh my And Romeo and Juliet. So, Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. uh, yeah, I actually think if it was Nicolas Cage, I actually think he would have kind of killed it he's just so weird anyway
1: he is very weird he is but very like, weird
0: I feel like it would have been a very different movie but I feel like he would have like really done it
1: <laughs> it would have been very interesting it would
0: have
1: <laughs> oh man that was an excellent excellent walk down <laughs> down who could have played Neo Lane love that for us so this next one is cars.
2: Ah, so cars starts off with this hot shot uh, new car that's basically out of the garage really fast and really cool, and it's on the, it's on the Piston Cup, which is, I think is like the Daytona 500 kind of it's got a 500 laps, and it gives you a big cup. Yeah, but, that's
0: the Daytona 500. Or there's the Indianapolis 500.
2: There's, like, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's there's three main main guys. There's one guy, which is Lightning Queen, the main character, who totally will not win in the end. And then there's the blue guy uh, for Dinoco. I forgot his name, but He's also really fast and probably better than Lightning McQueen. But then there's the green guy with the mustache. And he's really rude and he, he only thinks of himself. But in the race, Lightning McQueen pops his, props his tire and doesn't want to go in for a, a pit stop. And then he break, he pops his other tire, he still doesn't want to go in. Or no, he pops his tire, and he can't go back in, and then all all of his tires are just, just pop, and he's almost at the end, but it looks like he's going to lose because he doesn't have tires. But it goes, it's very very close, but it's a three-way tie, I don't know how, but it's a f- three-way tie between those three cars. And then they have to do another race, so uh, Lightning McQueen gets taken away with his fancy uh, semi-truck, who promises that he will not fall asleep, but he does, because he's alive. I'm
0: going to pause you for a second there, and you're going to have to really jump ahead in this plot. I
1: was going to say, you're getting really (laughs) in the weeds here. (laughs)
2: Um...
0: Can you sum it up in, like, three more sentences?
2: Okay. So, then they he goes to this old rinky-dink town. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry! I just really love your use of the word rinky-dink. Continue.
2: <laughs> well, he goes to that rinky-dink town, and then uh, all these people uh, don't like him, except for Mater. He's cool. And they they... In the end, they like help him out, get to the race, and he wins because he's the main character of a Disney movie. And that's (laughs) that's the conclusion in three sentences.
0: Okay, thanks. This is going to take like an hour if you kept going the way you were.
2: I was definitely going to be
0: like, if you have never seen cars, he will give you all the details.
1: You will get all of the details, but none of the names, just like the blue guy and the green guy with the mustache.
0: I mean, well, apparently, he
1: did... is voiced by Tony Shaloub, which I had no idea.
0: Tony Shaloub does the uh, little yellow tire guy. Oh, he does.
1: Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay, I forgot that. I couldn't remember who was which one was Luigi. Yeah, I thought he was the the green guy. I haven't no, seen he's... this one in a while. Clearly,
0: yeah. <laughs> there's the tire guy, and then there's the, like the forklift tire guy. Which is Guido. Oh. So, yeah. Um, but Reese did see this movie about 50 times, so I'm glad that he knows he, he has, a he lot has, of detail. Not to stereotype, but he is a boy. Well, well. It, he was, a, a, you know, it came out... Um, like, right at the prime time for that. Yeah, it, it came out in 2006, and he was born in 2007, so... You know... <laughs> Sometimes things. you need to have your kids watch movies. It's true. Um, so you just watched this movie, Reese. So what can you tell us about Rush Hour? Uh, this,
2: this
1: will be my first
2: hearing of... I loved this movie. I watched this movie. the first one about a week ago. Hopefully I can remember stuff.
0: <laughs> you, watched, you watched both of them or just the first one?
2: All three of them. Oh you watched the last one? Oh you had a, a rush.
0: You had a okay. marathon. Try to just stick to the first one.
2: Okay. That might be a little more difficult, but uh so the first one starts and it's about about this guy who is uh Jackie Chan and he's a like an assistant or a protector bodyguard of the ambassador of China. Uh, that's with britain that want to go to america i think or want to like help america and what? so they go they well hold on here <laughs> <So> <laughs> they he's they getting there they they go on they go to america and uh right then his the ambassador of china's daughter gets kidnapped in america by this bad guy who runs the? Who runs this like, uh, super gang in China? Uh, they're l- like they're called the triads, and they're the biggest crime group in all of the world, and he's one of the leaders I think, or one of the participants. But uh, <laughs> he kidnaps the little girl, and of course the ambassador is really worried, and wants to find his, the girl, and so he. Since he's in America, the FBI will be on, a, be on the case. But he wants his detective body... Oh, it's his... his it's Jackie Chan is the detective. But the de- he wants his detective to go and uh, help the FBI out on the case. But the FBI doesn't like that. So they get some random rookie cop that's not got too good of a backstory or... Uh, resume Uh, no reputation not got too good of a reputation to keep him to make sure that Jackie Chan does not uh, like be involved with the case because they don't like him for some reason so they do that and uh, Jackie Chan finds out that he is keeping him from the case and they go and solve the case, and apparently, the British man who is supposedly really rich and cares for the daughter doesn't care, and only wants the money um, from these artifacts that they've been s- stealing away, and the money for the for the, the daughter. But they catch them in the end. And then he says... And then Chris Tucker, who plays the rookie cop, says to Jackie Chan that he wants to go to China, I think. And then they go to China together for the second movie. That That's it.
0: I have to say that uh, the Wikipedia entry for this movie is not that great. <laughs> and...
1: It's very confusing.
0: I'm a little confused reading it and I feel like Reese's summary was actually you know more it didn't get a lot of details but it, it, it was more easily to understand than this Wikipedia entry
1: the Wikipedia entry is a little confusing I'm not going to lie. As someone who's never seen the film I'm a little like other than at the top when it says it's a American buddy action comedy film <laughs> well, that
0: is true <laughs> But plot twist, it's Jackie Chan. This came out like was this the first movie that Jackie Chan was in in America? Oh. And then everybody was suddenly obsessed with Jackie Chan. And he was in so many movies right after right around the same time or right yeah, after he this. he was in
1: just like a shitload of movies right around this time.
0: Yeah, of American movies. I of have, American movies. Say. Obviously, yes. he was in He's plenty of in... movies in Hong Kong. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um it looks like maybe. Let's see. I'm looking at his IMDB.
0: This is ninety. Well, it's producer
1: set in 97. Producer, 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 producer. Oh, I guess oh, that's because I'm looking at the producer credits. I want to look at the actor credits. Here we go. Um, yeah, it looks like maybe. It's a little hard to tell, but it seems like it might have been. If it wasn't his first, it seems like it was like maybe one of his first American movies that he did. So, there you go. This man has done a lot of things.
0: Apparently, he was in uh Rumble in the Bronx. He has like 141
1: first... actor credits and 64 producer credits. Yeah, He is busy.
0: He is also the mem- a member of the Hong Kong Election Committee and a member of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. In
1: 2015, Forbes estimated his net worth to be $350 million, and as of 2016, he was the second highest paid actor in the world.
0: That is awesome. So, that.
1: Also, people also ask, how is Jackie Chan so rich?
0: She's done a lot of movies. She's
1: constantly working. Like, my goodness. A lot
0: of movies. Yeah. There's I also, think... apparently,
1: people also ask who's the poorest celebrity.
0: That's a weird
1: thing. Sinbad makes the list, in case you were wondering. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he did As Rush does Hour. Nick- As does Nicolas Cage. He did, he did Rush Hour and then he did Shanghai Noon and then he did Shanghai Nights. And he did Rush Hour 2. The Tuxedo. The Medallion. Around the World in 80 Days. Uh, I feel like he did another one that was like another comedy one with like a lady. I don't know. He's done a lot of movies. Like it's really impressive, actually. I hope he's getting rest. I
1: hope, I hope he is also taking some naps.
0: <laughs> is Jackie Chan hydrated? I'm worried about him.
1: Oh man. Okay, so we've 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 talking a lot about like vehicle movies and movies with lots of action and things of that nature. So in that vein. Tell us about Fast and the Furious. I don't know if you've seen multiple of them, but similar to Rush Hour, we're going to stick to the first one if you have seen others.
0: I believe he's seen all of them, so it might be difficult for him to stick to the first There's one. No, There's a lot
2: actually, of them. Actually, I've seen, I think I've only seen the first, uh, the ninth, and Hobbs and Shaw.
0: I've seen either, more than.
2: I've seen the second one as well. I feel like he's seen more than that. I'll stick to the first one. Okay. So, this movie centers around a undercover cop. Uh, I forgot his name. Do you guys know his name?
0: Paul mm-hmm. Walker? The actor?
2: Yeah. I just forgot his the character's name.
0: I have no idea. I've never oh, seen well, his movies. I know his first
2: name's Brian, but... So Brian, Brian, Brian O'Connor. Okay. Brian's, Brian's a cop undercover cop that uh, likes to drive cars uh, but sometimes isn't very good at it (laughs) he goes (laughs) (laughs) he goes to this uh, street meet a car meet um, with lots of money involved to I'm guessing uh, bust some people put them in jail uh so he goes there and he bets the the biggest person and whoever looks like making the most money which is Dom Toretto who is played by Vin Diesel uh, he challenges him to uh, a one one-on-one to the to the end street race who can ever get there first and he says if I lose, he gets a 10 second car, but if he, Brian, wins, he gets his respect. Did you then, say a
1: 10 second car?
2: Yeah, it means like a fast car under 10 seconds. Like, you know how sprinting is like, under 10 seconds is good for the 100 meter oh. dash?
0: Sure. You mean like, like 0 to 60 and under 10? Or whatever I, I think so. is that yeah, what it
2: yeah. is? So, yeah, sort of fast and under ten.
1: Very fast, very furious. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then Diesel laughs in his face and says respect. And then I think he says idiot or something. <laughs> but or like respect, you're not gonna get respect here. And then they race and Brian breaks his His car and the four flaw falls out, or somehow whenever he puts on his nitro, and it makes a lot of sparks. And then the police come, and they they try to to get him, but uh, he can't. But Dom they almost get Dom Toretto because his car like gets he's out of his car, and so he's running. And then Brian picks him up in his car, and they become best friends forever. So, they go to his house, and there's a party, and they they party it out. And there's one girl that likes him, and a, another guy that really hates him. But he has a has a lead. But then then something something happens. There is a massive uh, truck that's that's been robbed by. That has a lot. Of, it has a lot of like vehicle and equipment stuff, and so he goes to investigate this this person uh, that, that I forget his name. but I think it's Rin or something, but it's a it's a Chinese person, Chinese male that runs a, a gang, and he goes. Uh, like, it is
0: Vietnamese, and his um, name is Johnny.
2: Well. I'm getting mixed up with Rush Hour then, I think. (laughs) 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 But, um, they, he goes in, and he finds a lot of boxes of electronics, and so that means that he is almost certain, he's like 100, he's like 98% sure that he stole the, that he robbed the truck, and so he tells his, his cop friends, and they go into his house, and totally embarrass Johnny in front of his family and take him uh, with uh, handcuffs. And his father's like, I hate you now. I thought you were the best son, but now you're not. It. So it turns out that he didn't actually do it, and uh, that Vin Diesel and his group did. And he finds out and he's like, He's like, "Man, trying to be not like a cop cuz he doesn't want to be found out." And he's like, "I know you're getting all this money. You can't get all this money just from street races. So cut me in on and how are you how are you getting this money?" And so he cuts him in and they're going they they go to steal another uh, truck. But and they bring guns and there's like three cars surrounding the truck. And there's only one truck driver, and the truck driver has a a shotgun, a two shot shotgun, and still they can't rob the truck. The one guy almost dies, and they find out that he's a cop before this, so he's not allowed to go. But uh, one guy's arm gets stuck on something, and they're trying to save (gasps) him, but they can't, and so then. Uh, of course Paul Walker uh, comes over and saves the day but uh, Vin Diesel still hates him because he's lied to him and told him that he wasn't a cop but he was and then that that's, that's the end of one I think like actually the end
1: I can't confirm most of this because <clears throat> the uh well, I guess I'm on the I guess I'm on the franchise page. Oh, I can go to the Fast and Furious film page, but it says Brian Walker an undercover cop is tasked with discovering the identities of a group of unknown automobile hackers led by Dominic Toretto. It's a lot shorter than your synopsis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
2: I think I did a better job.
1: Well, I okay, I did click through the actual like film one and yours is Probably about the same length, because <laughs> it. But although this one gives far too many details about the specific cars that, quite frankly,
2: like I don't
0: care about.
1: It, tell, it tells you the. Exact it just says cars. it just
0: specifically says which which each car that is. That night,
1: Brian brings a modified nineteen ninety five Mitsubishi Eclipse.
2: Oh.
0: Dominic
1: arrives in his Mazda RX seven.
0: Then, but then he has a nineteen ninety four team... Toyota Supra. <laughs> But you know there, that's why Jesse this movie is that his popular.
1: There, Jesse Waitress's father's MK3 Volkswagen Jetta against Tran and his Honda S2000. Like, dudes, nobody cares. <laughs> I guess
0: car I people. Care. A lot of people care. That's why there's like a thousand of these My, movies.
1: The guy I dated in high school was a real like car guy, and he very much loved this movie. And I had to watch a lot more car movies than I ever gave a rat's ass about in the three years that we dated. I think I'm still traumatized from it So I've never rewatched this movie
0: Uh, It won a Stinkers award (laughs) For the most intrusive Musical score
1: (laughs) Well that's a That's a (laughs) (laughs) Aww I mean we're we're making fun of it But there's literally about to be a tenth one being made in like the next couple of years i think so Probably. like what does it say uh yeah there's uh part one of untitled 10th film 2023 part two of untitled 10th film wouldn't that just make it the 11th film
2: 2024 does that uh, yeah, although that says that the
1: 2024 one is the final film
0: also, it does not include Hobbs and Shaw in there as one it's of called, the movies. It's like it is a, a spin off. Yeah. So. Also, these movies have made $6 billion. My God. <laughs> that's,
1: that's a oh. lot
0: of money. It is a lot, a lot of money. <clears throat> we do not have enough time to get through this whole list of movies unfortunately.
1: Well, I would really love to hear him describe Back to the Future.
2: Um, okay.
0: Can you do it in five minutes?
2: Uh, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll see the time <laughs> right here.
0: <laughs> I, I
1: want to hear you do Back to the Future and then I want to hear you do Ocean's Eleven, but you have to do each of them in under five minutes.
2: Okay.
0: Oh, so you okay. only have 2 minutes so, and th- 2 minutes and 30 seconds to do back to the future.
2: What?
1: <laughs> I was going to give it 5 minutes for each, but your mom is a is a tough You said bad.
0: 5 minutes for both, which means a total okay. of 5 minutes.
1: Okay, fine. We won't get into the the semantics. You have 2 minutes and 30 seconds go. Just okay. see how succinct
0: you so, can be in your recaps.
2: There is a High schooler that knows how to skateboard and play guitar, but there's a big speaker that the doc made and it's too loud, so he gets blown away. And then <laughs> uh, the doc tells him to meet at the Twin Pines Mall at midnight, I think. And he goes there and he says, You made a time machine out of a DeLorean? And he's like, Yes, I was going to make a. This is it already too
0: detailed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> try to make it short
0: that is not short
2: and he puts his dog in there and sends him to the future <laughs> and then and then sends him back and he's like wow doc that's amazing let's go and he's like okay so they go to whenever his parents were like in high school but he met but He messes up, Marty McFly messes up, and makes his mom fall in love with himself instead of his dad, which is kind of weird. But then, uh, he he starts disappearing, because that means that his parents won't be together, so if his parents won't be together, then he's not going to be alive. So he tries to get them back together, and they go kiss at this dance, which makes them fall in love, um, and he punches some bully that makes his parents rich and successful, and, uh, then, uh, in, in the future when his parents are rich and successful, and he's got a, he's got a girlfriend, well, he already did have a girlfriend, but he has a, the same girlfriend, uh, Doc pulls up into the driveway, and and says, we've got to go back to the future, I think. Um, but he says, but then Marty says, there's not enough road for this, or like, to go. And he says, Doc says roads, who, we don't need roads, or something like that. Also, in the movie, there's a lightning bolt that powers them to go back to the future. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Can Excellent. I, uh, that is the wire. <laughs>
2: Okay, Ocean's Eleven, go. Go! Okay. I don't really remember this one as well, like, as, as well as the others, but, uh, there's this guy that gets out of jail because, because it's his end of time, but he went in jail because he robbed a bank, but he's not supposed to rob a bank because that's illegal, but he goes back to his buddies, um, who he robbed the bank with that somehow aren't in the bank, aren't in the jail, and says hey let's rob a bank again because I didn't learn the first time and they go and start getting all these guys to rob the bank and they get um they get like a smart guy and an athletic guy and all these things and they want to rob no it's not a bank it's a casino they rob the casino because the guy that went to jail has a wife but not anymore, because they divorced, and he doesn't like the person that his wife uh, got into, or like married, or is fiancéed with, or whatever, engaged. <laughs> uh, but so he tries to like humble him by robbing his casino franchise, I think. And so they do that. And they get they get lots of lots of money. There's a couple complications. Overall, it's smart and funny. I think sometimes. And That's it.
1: That was that was actually not a bad. Uh, <laughs> my favorite part is when you said he's once he gets out and decides to to commit another robbery because he didn't learn the first time. <laughs> also. Did you know that in this movie, Brad Pitt is eating something in every scene?
0: I do know that. It's a fun fact. It's a fun fact. Because story. in Ocean's 8, Kate Blanchett, who is Brad Pitt's, you know, equal or whatever in their, uh-huh. their movie, is also eating in, like, every scene.
1: I haven't seen Ocean's 8, I will oh. admit.
2: Um. Ocean's 8, that the, the girl who's the main character is the sister of him.
0: Yes. Like Sandra Bullock is supposed mm-hmm. to be... But she's supposed to be George Clooney's sister. Yeah, Not Brad Pitt's.
2: They're whichever ones.
0: <laughs> George Clooney is the main character of Ocean's 11.
1: He is Danny Ocean.
0: Yeah. And yep. it's
1: Ocean's because there's 11 people on the team yeah that's why it's oceans 11
2: and then in oceans 8 there's eight people on the team and okay. that's why it's called oceans 8
0: yes correct
2: but also in oceans, ocean's 8 uh danny's dead
0: yes supposedly I mean, I mean, they might make another one. You never it's know. It's hard to
1: say. It's hard to say what tricks they could have up their sleeve. Yeah, I feel like in a yeah, I feel like in a movie franchise like this, you can't like totally write any possibility off. Anything could happen.
0: Right. I mean, they made new Indiana Jones movies like thirty I mean, years later. So,
1: <laughs> if that's not proof that anything can happen in this world, Reese, right?
0: George Clooney might be bored living in Italy and having kids, you know? Maybe he wants to make movies again.
2: (sighs) (laughs) Are we... Was that the last movie? Do we not have any more time?
0: Yeah, we are kind of out of time. We're running up against an hour here, so... I think we're just going to have
2: to jump right to our joy.
1: Just going to have to jump to joy. Maybe we'll have to have you back. If everybody loves this episode, maybe we'll have you back for another round.
2: You guys better love this episode, because <laughs> I know I sure did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Reese, what's bringing you joy this week?
2: Um, my, what's bringing me joy is uh, uh, hot pockets. Not because I eat them, but because there's the thought hot that pockets. I could eat them one day when I move out.
0: We do tell him that we will not buy him Hot Pockets and that when he moves out, he can have as many Hot Pockets as his own money can buy. (laughs) Because I feel like if I bought him Hot Pockets, that's all he would want to eat, and then he would just pester me about Hot Pockets, like he does with Taco Bell.
2: I don't do that anymore. And ramen. I'm a grown man.
0: (laughs) You do have hair on your lip.
2: (laughs) i got a mustache.
1: Makes me sad. Although you do pester about... (laughs) eating a lot of ramen so
0: it's true
1: tell me i'm lying reese you can't i'm not
2: um you're lying i just mm-hmm. did
1: mm-hmm. no i'm not I do, like ramen? <laughs> I do
2: like ramen a lot ramen is one of my favorite foods we know There's no was that yesterday
0: do you, you had ramen yesterday right yes yeah you he woke up really late and then uh, he had a gigantic bowl of cereal and then immediately after he made himself ramen.
1: I mean, it's like that <laughs> night that you guys went out for your anniversary and I watched them and we had dinner. Like a full-ass dinner. And then 15 minutes later he was begging me if he could make ramen.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I could eat ramen right now, I would eat ramen right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To to be fair to you though, I did say that you could have it if you ate all of it, and you did. So
2: oh, a man of my word. You are a man of if
0: my it, word. if it's food that he wants, he'll eat all of it. <laughs> it's very true.
1: Oh man, Megan, what's bringing you joy?
0: The Great British Baking Show is back.
1: Oh, that intro was weird, guys.
0: It was weird, and um. Maybe it plays better in the UK.
1: I'm not sure. It, I'm not sure if it does or not, though, because they were talking about it in my binge mode Facebook group, and everyone was like, "That was weird."
0: I feel like um, if it was maybe like American Week, right? It, just it would have sort of made sense, but like for the intro sense. to the whole season, it was, really it was just strange. weird, and also. That song came out so long ago that it it was like, there was a time, so the way, (laughs) I feel like the way trends work is like, it came out, there's like a time span of like two years where it's okay to make jokes about it, and then like 15 years passes, and then it's okay to make jokes about it again, but now it's still not fine, but now it's back to not okay to make jokes about it like Billy Ray Cyrus references are not funny
1: (laughs) right like he's a non I don't know it's just like a non-entity now I mean that's not very nice to him but
0: I mean it's kind of true though so um but I'm very excited that it's back I'm very excited that it is released every week I really like that they are doing that instead of um, torturing us in the United States, with yeah, so not being wait. able to see it, Gosh. while everyone in England sees the whole season ahead of us. Um, so that's nice. And uh, I don't know. I already have some thoughts about some of the bakers. So there's a lot of
1: weirdos this season too.
0: There, I mean, there's usually a lot I of mean, weirdos. There's
1: usually, there's like usually because there's always like one. Weird. there's always like one super weirdo and then there's like an awkward weirdo mm-hmm. and then there's like an older woman and usually an older man and then there's always a gay guy and then there's like the mom of young kids like I feel like they just like cast it out but I just feel like there's some of them are weirder than normal <laughs>
0: I mean, you have to, considering one of the guys was like, I learned how to bake during quarantine. I have to wonder if there's just not as many people applying anymore because it's been on for so long.
1: Maybe. Or maybe they were like, this guy who learned to bake during quarantine will be a nice, like, wild card.
0: Also, he's good for the TV because he looks nice.
2: (laughs) Gets kicked out first week.
0: He was not kicked he out the first himself. week. Probably one of the weirdos
1: was kicked out the first week.
0: The awkward one was kicked yeah, out. The awkward one. But <laughs> I, like I, I thought was... Knew exactly who yeah, I was it was
1: exactly what I was Yeah, it was the awkward <laughs> one.
0: We didn't get to learn about his model train store though.
1: Oh bless his heart.
0: Um but I feel like there was it was a weird episode because they focused like in the first episode I feel like you're supposed to get like a taste of everybody who's there.
1: Yeah.
0: And they really focused a lot on like three people. And there was one person that I don't think they even, like, gave her backstory. And
1: you're like, what is your name?
0: Like, they barely talked to her at all. And I'm like, who is that person?
1: I mean, maybe that means that she'll stick around for a while, because then we'll eventually have time to get to know her. I hope so. I don't know. Maybe it's like um, when uh, I used to watch America's Next Top Model, like, I used to watch it with like the girls on my dorm room floor in college. And one of the girls was like, you couldn't tell who's going to be kicked off every week or like, who's going to be in the bottom two every week because they focus so heavily on them in like all of like the confessionals and stuff. And it's so true. Like, so yeah. maybe, maybe they're like heavily focusing on the people who won't be there very long. <laughs> I don't know.
0: They're probably, I mean, they are heavily also heavily focusing on the people that make for good television. So, but okay. to the detriment of a few other people. But we'll see. It's only been one week. It's only been one week. What is bringing you joy?
1: Um, one of our favorite podcasts uh, <laughs> dropped an episode today. Maintenance phase uh, dropped an episode today about Rachel Hollis, and it is excellent. And it was bringing me joy.
0: Uh, it was very good. I listened to it immediately this morning. Um. Like, maybe three was,
1: quarters of the way
0: through, I think, at this point. I was so sad. It's a it, it's a two parter. And I was so sad because they were, I was listening to it, and it's like an hour and a half long, or it's over an hour. I don't remember exactly how long it is. And they were getting down, and I noticed that it was only about 10 minutes left. And they hadn't gotten very far in the timeline. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, like, how are they going to wrap this up? And then, but then they were like, we've been talking for three hours. This is going to be a two parter. <laughs>
1: what my favorite moment so far maybe there will be another favorite moment in the rest of the episode that i haven't listened to yet but my favorite moment is when uh and if you guys don't know like the drama with rachel hollis just google it because it's it's extensive or listen to this podcast episode of on it's a Fades. good primer it's, it's so good um also that podcast is just great but Like, Mike, because it's uh, co-hosted, and so every week they kind of switch off taking who's, like, taking the topic and, like, explaining it to the other person. And so Mike is the one explaining this this week, and he's talking about, like, Rachel's, like, whole, like, TikTok post about, like, defending how she was, like, yes, I'm privileged. Like, I have a lady who cleans my toilets because I work really hard, and, like, I... All the women that I admire, like the most, they all worked really hard, blah, blah, blah. And Aubrey, the other co host, was like, Oh, what did she say? She, like, really admires, like, Harriet Tubman. And <laughs> Mike just loses his shit because that is absolutely one of the people that this privileged white lady was like, I just really want to be like Harriet Tubman. I am like Harriet Tubman. <laughs> Oh, uh, some people are so predictable. So anyway, it's a great episode, and it brought me joy to see it in my podcast feed this morning. And I highly recommend you listen to it.
0: Uh, I really appreciated the way. I feel like it's actually. I mean, so far, um, they also were pre- presenting like good things about her. Yes, they were trying, which to was present, nice. Like, a
1: fair, which I, which I, which I think that my, I think Mike and Aubrey, and then uh, Mike's other podcast which is Uh, you're wrong about which is my other favorite podcast i think that they do a very good job of like trying to be fair to Mm -hmm. the people that they're talking about so even when they're like yo this person is really problematic they also they're not just like well they're problematic blanket statement like they also dig into like things about this person's past that may have contributed to their problematic behavior um, Like, you know, they had a really traumatic childhood or like they try to be as fair to them as possible. Um, while also like saying, hey, this person did some problematic stuff that we really need to like take a closer look at. Um, yeah, I always I always appreciate that about them. But they aren't just like that. Nope, they're problematic. Goodbye. They need to be canceled. They're like, mm, we need to like look at everything.
0: There was also at one point in the show where he's you know they're talking about something that she said and then he's like oh did you like realize that she like has this lie like within like the first 30 seconds of what she said she's like what do you mean she's like he says she says that she's southern and aubrey's like what she she grew up in california (laughs) because they just covered that but then he points out, like, that's the, one of the reasons why we get so invested in, like, her or, like, LuLaRoe or any of the other MLM-type things. We just get so sucked in by what they're saying because we're like, that can't possibly be true. I need to research all of this.
1: Right. Yeah. It is truly wild. It's truly wild. So. That's Anyways, crazy. That's my joy this week.
0: Yay! Next week, we are talking about Snacks.
1: I can't wait. We love the <laughs> snack and you know how we love to talk about food. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, leave us a review on Apple podcasts and listen to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Bye.